0: This is Drumkun. Welcome. I'm walking in the woods. Uh, we just discovered another forest today, and I've seen the biggest, the biggest. I mean, the biggest nest made by ants that I've ever seen. I mean, it was so huge. I put the picture on my podcast pro- uh, profile, so you can see the big nest made by these ants. They're kind of like black. And they've sort of colonized this part of the woods. It's really amazing to see. I mean, they're all these, uh, they call them uh, needle trees. They're quite tall. I mean, they produce this sort of pine cones, sort of phallic-shaped pine cones. And apparently the ants love this environment, and they make their big nests, you know, next to a big tree, and it's just so beautiful to see and experience, you know, with my kid, my lady here, and it's just, there's that thing about just being in the woods, especially exploring, you know, a forest you've never been, you've never visited before, it's just a really... Nice experience, and of course the black beetles. I've seen that those black beetles love to. Whoa, they are more of the you know the nests. The whoa, this is really I've never seen something like this before in any forest. I mean, I've seen ant hills in Africa and. I mean, they can get pretty big. They build them with this sort of like clay mud. But these ones are building, this this is in Denmark. Whoa, that's a lot. They're building them with this sort of uh, pine cone and this ne- needle tree, you know, like the twigs and stuff. And they make a really big fine mound. And this one I'm seeing right now. That my lady just pointed out to me. My kid is in front. Man, this is huge. It's almost as big as... Well, it's pretty pretty much almost as big as me. (laughs) And it's much more wider. (coughs) You know. And I wonder how long this nest... This, you know, little ants, took... To build such a structure. It's pretty... Incredible, I have to say. Quite a beautiful sight. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm gonna actually just ask my lady to take a picture. Wow, this is really big. Fear, can you take a picture of me recording this podcast and standing? Actually, I want to stand on the big one here. <laughs> Come, this is really incredible. So actually, my lady is taking the picture with you use. And I'm just uh, pointing at the thing. I mean, there must be like millions, millions and millions of these little ants. Are you taking a picture? Just a picture of me pointing there. It's very nice. So they kind of have a black back, a sort of red middle and a black head. So they're like black-headed, black butt, and a sort of red neck uh, type of nest. And they're very productive. I mean, if they can build such a big structure like this, it's pretty incredible stuff. I mean, this is the first time in the world I've ever seen anything like it. And it's pretty... It's it's uh it's a really rare sight to see. It makes me very happy. You know? Instead of walking in the concrete jungle called the city and discovering Burger King and McDonald's, you can actually go to the woods, smell ah the beautiful smell. These uh fear you call this the needle trees, right? Yeah, they're very tall, very typical here in Denmark, these tall needle trees and the nests. I mean the, the ants, I have to find out what name these ants are called, but it seems they really love, they love it out here and they're thriving because no one is out, out here to disturb them, so they're flourishing, <coughs> they don't even know that there's a world with coronavirus, Uh, you know. They're just doing their business as usual. So it's amazing stuff. And, you know, it's amazing that I can share with you on the other side, you, the listener, about my life experiences. I mean, I actually wanted to bring a drum, a handpan, but then, you know, I... I was d- drumming a lot yesterday after the rain and stuff and I'm a little tired of that. So today I'm just like yeah, we're just exploring the woods with my kid and my lady here and we're having a nice time. But I think another time I will definitely want to come out here and find a spot and just you know record a couple of tracks and yesterday actually i think i did some good recordings I'm very happy with the quality of the music that i you know i should put that one out i think i'll call it uh, rain and pan the album maybe in about a month's time you know, you can keep a track on my uh, my spotify amazon are wherever this music is found, just put drum con, you'll find my music there. And, you know, I've, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, it's quite an experience t- that I've had today. Just seeing this, uh, I mean, there must be like, I must have seen like, I don't know, maybe upwards of 10 of those big nests, you know, made by those ants. And we never expected to see that. And it's really amazing. It's really beautiful. And serene, you can hear the birds up there singing. You know, it's not very windy, also because these trees are very good for, you know, they make a good wind (laughs) barrier. So it's nice and cool. Uh, It's not very sunny, but you can hear my kid running in the background. And it's very, very nice, very beautiful. If you have a forest nearby, you know, you ought to stop the podcast and go and visit some forest and, you know, take in the fresh air. And there's a lot of mushrooms, too, out here. But as I have said in my previous episodes, I don't know much about mushroom picking. All I know is that there's quite a variety that are poisonous, so we don't actually try that. I mean, we would have to come with a guided mushroom, certified someone, you know, to learn about mushroom picking. It's not like picking mussels, a new hobby that I discovered the other day. But there are definitely a lot of mushrooms in this forest in Denmark here. And it's a really beautiful forest, you know. uh, We're the only human beings here, me and my lady and my kid. I don't see any other people. So it's very nice that we have the woods all to ourselves. And we don't have to see bikers or dog walkers and... You know, it's. uh, I'm sure maybe we we will probably see someone, but right now we don't see anyone, and that's very nice. So we have uh, the forest all to ourselves, and it's really beautiful, really nice. And I, you know, I can't stop, I can go on and on about this experience, you know, and those little beetles. The black beetles, you know, I've been taking some of them home, putting them in a glass, so my kid can learn a little bit about those things. And they seem to be thriving. Also, I seem to notice these black beetles are where these uh, n- needle trees are on the ground. They seem to like it there. Also, where there's moss, the green moss, looks like a carpet, you know. It's like God created all this stuff for us to enjoy and then someone thinks this stuff is God and they worship it and I think that is just ridiculous but <laughs> I thank God who created these things that we might enjoy them. It is really you know I don't think man was created to live in a concrete jungle you know, I think we were meant to live in a you know natural environment and I can understand why the Lord set up the Garden of Eden for Adam and Eve, and they would eat their food from the trees in the garden. You know, they were going to be vegetarians, not eating meat and all that. But you see how the serpent was envious of that existence. The serpent wanted them to go and build Babylon, the city of rebellion. We've seen civilization building cities and structures and all this. But really, I think man was created to live a simple life, beautiful life, abundant life in the natural environment that God himself created. But the serpent was envious of man and seduced man. And man broke the faith and the covenant with God and was kicked out of the garden. Now man is building all these ginormous structures for himself, cities, concrete jungles, you know. And uh, it's just a real shame that, you know, there are so many kids out there who grow up without, you know, real contact with the natural world, you know, and it's very sad. And I think that's a good thing. I mean, for kids growing up like in Africa, you know, unless maybe you grow up really in the city somewhere, but the people in the countryside and stuff, it's, uh, you know, they experience the natural world. It's an everyday part of their lives. And I think that's also a blessing, you know. Because I've... I've <laughs> I, I'm i fortunate I grew up, you know, hunting wild berries. Okay, a baboon? Oh, it's a piece of wood. That looks like a monkey. Is it a monkey or what? Huh. It kind of looks phallic to me. Uh huh. Well, it be interesting to see a monkey here, but I don't think there are monkeys in Denmark. Where I grew up, there, there's a mountain, you know, at our family farm back in Africa and Zimbabwe. There's a mountain in front uh, of the homestead, you know, and not very far, maybe a kilometer or so. And there's so many monkeys there and wild baboons and man, we had to uh, sometimes got the fields from the monkeys and the baboons. and it was quite an experience, you know <laughs> growing up. But if you want to see a monkey in Denmark, in my best guess is go to a zoo or something. But maybe you can see deer, I've seen deer, I've seen rabbits. I've seen a lot of pheasants. This is a pheasant country for sure and deer country rabbits you can definitely get those and one of my neighbors is hunting deer from time to time and he's been kind enough to give me some deer meat it's really it's a treat you know i wouldn't have it every day but once in a while it's a very nice treat because i think they have a big population of deer meat of deers out here i don't think i would want to kill it but if you give me the meat i'll eat it (laughs) So this is Drumcun. Now I'm going to switch off and just you know dive into this experience uh being out here in the forest. It's just uh also near Honsled, but it's not the one Rosenholm where I've been reporting from all these other times. This is a different section of uh of the forest. So, maybe let me ask my lady what what this one is called Fear What is the name of this forest?, well, okay, we don't know, but it's really nice you You just have to drive a little bit behind Honslet, so there's quite a bit of forest area you know behind honslet it's a it's a, a small little town, very nice. We've never had problems in honslet uh you know. It's near where we live, just a few minutes drive, and there's a lot of farmers with horses and you know farm animals around, so it's very nice. But I'm signing off now. This is Drumkun. See you in the next episode.